everybody to the podcast where we explain people and why they do all the crazy, annoying, amazing things that they do. I am Master Coach Kim Giles and I have Sarah Henderson with me today. Sarah, today we're going to talk about another of my favorite sitcoms. I'm really excited to hear about this, Kim. What is one of your favorite sitcoms? So it's called Modern Family. And I picked it, Sarah, because I thought this is one everybody watches and apparently everybody but you. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know the show. I don't know this show. Of course, I've heard of this show and I've seen this cast of characters, but I have never even watched a full episode of Modern Family. So this should be pretty fun. Yeah, I think you're going to do good, though, because you were so funny just already picking out the characters based on their pictures. You're getting good at this. Yeah, I feel like I'm getting to a point where I can start to recognize people's shape just by looking at a picture, and then it puts you in the right area, at least to make an educated guess on what their shape might be here. So this yeah, will be fun. You, you were pretty close. So one of the reasons I like doing these shows, though, is because I wish I could go to every one of our listeners' family and tell them what shape everybody in their family is, because it's such a game changer when you get the people in your life. But because I can't do that for everybody, I feel like picking a family like the Pritchards that you know all, you know all these people, it will do the same thing. It will help you kind of understand the dynamics, and you'll never be able to watch the show the same way again. That could be a good thing. Yeah, I think it will be funny to have you watch an episode after we've done this because you're really going to get them. You're going to see it different. Okay, sounds fun. Well, let's get started. Who's the first one we want to talk about? Do you want to talk about Claire first? I think so, because she's really one of the main characters. Okay. And I think she's a diamond. I'm okay. pretty sure. Now, you picked her out as a diamond just by her picture because she's got sort of the pointy features, doesn't she? She has pointy features, and the clothes she's wearing are not flashy. They're very classic, kind of straight, clean lines. Um, you know, her hair is in place, and she's got nice, classy makeup, not too flashy. So, yeah, I could pick her out. Yeah, and she's an absolute perfectionist on the show. She, anything she does has got to be perfect. You feel kind of her stress that she's running around and trying to just be the best at everything she does, and she's stressed out. A lot. She's always driving and driving and trying to make more money and get accounts and work harder. And I do kind of think that their house looks perfect all the time. Now, granted, it's a TV set, <laughs> so right. it's not a real house, but it's very neat. But that's the diamond's mode of operation, right? Is that they're always striving for that um, excellence or in some cases, perfection. And you can see that in Claire. Yeah, you can just see the all the noise in her head. It's got to be kind of hard to be clear. <laughs> and and diamonds really are the most tortured with stress and overthinking. So that one's pretty easy. Now, Phil, her husband, is one of the wackiest characters on the show. He's all over the place. And he's always coming up with these wild hobbies and things he wants to learn and do. And he's really into magic. He wants to be a magician. So he's always doing these magic shows and he's super friendly. He, you can tell that his human capital, I want to say, like all the people he knows and how popular he feels, that all sort of plays plays in his character. Are you figuring out what shape he is just by my description? Because you're laughing. Yes, of course I am. It sounds like he's an octagon. He is an octagon. Just like you. So you yeah, recognize. you know. 
what strikes me funny about that is remember that when we did the Friends show and we talked about Phoebe and how she was kind of the quirky character. So there's a theme here with octagons on TV shows. They're kind of the quirky ones. But you know what I love about the shape that you picked for an octagon is that it has like eight sides, right? And I feel like we're always going in eight different directions or have eight different things going on and we can never do all of them. But that seems like it it describes what happens in Phil's world as well. Totally does. I mean, he is all over the place trying to manage people and be friends with everybody. He, he's a lot of fun, really fun yep. octagon. That okay, so accurate. Claire and Phil have three kids on the show. Okay. Alex, Haley, and Luke. So I think almost everybody could pick out Haley. She might be the easiest one on the show to figure out her shape. And I think you could guess it just by looking at her picture. Yeah, it looks like she, based on, you know, what she's wearing, it's a little bit revealing and she's got, her hair is in place, but she's wearing a little extra makeup. Is she a star? She is a star. Yeah. She is. She is way more into her hair and makeup than she is school or learning things or, or anything else. She's kind of into boys all the time and mm -hmm. it's boys and fashion and makeup. So totally classic star. And Alex, it's an interesting dynamic because they're sisters in the show and they are so vastly different. Alex is not into any of that stuff. She's brainy. She gets really good grades. She's brilliant and amazing. Like her magic is all in her head. Hmm. And, and you feel this kind of like comparing going on between her and Haley. And, and really, there's some who's better, who's worse. Should I feel intimidated by my sister? Because Haley's like, my sister is so smart, which I don't have. And Alex is like, she's so beautiful, which really isn't my thing. So mm -hmm. you kind of see this very real dynamic that I think happens in a lot of families. If you have a sibling that's really different from you, you always kind of wonder if they're better or you're better. Oh, I think that's absolutely accurate for siblings. I have two older sisters and we're all very different and we're probably all very different for that reason. It's no fun to, you know, compare yourself all the time. If you're so different, then you just rock being different. So yeah. I'm going to ask maybe, is she a rectangle or a square? What do you have? She's, I think she's a square. You think she's a square? I do. I think she's pretty principled and, uh -huh. and driven, you know, by doing the right thing. She's more of a rule keeper where Haley just breaks every rule, every, <laughs> every rule. She's, she's a little more disciplined. And in a lot of ways, she doesn't fit in with her family because she's the only ideas person in the family. Mm -hmm. And so they're all into friends and proving their value. And she's just like all about knowledge. So if we have some listeners out there that are thinking they might have a, a square in their family, but they're also trying to decide if it's a square or a rectangle, what are the big differences between a square and a rectangle? I'm, maybe I'm jumping around here. I think you're going to cover a rectangle because there's a, a few other rectangles on this. Yeah. Um, well, Mitchell, I think Mitchell for sure. So Mitchell and Cam are, are the two gay men that have the daughter because you're not familiar with the show, but I think Mitchell is a rectangle. Okay. So he's very brainy, but he's very socially awkward, ah, very okay. socially awkward. And squares aren't as much. They might have a little, but, but they do a little bit better socially, because, partly because their fear of loss dominant, where a rectangle's fear of failure dominant. So they're more insecure. Gotcha. 
Okay, and then so, the square has a little bit more of a moral compass, we like to say. Yeah, for sure. Right and wrong, okay. I even think Alex gets a little bothered when her family is just off the rails, breaking rules, that she's just like, seriously, guys. <laughs> all over the place. Luke, the brother, kind of stumped me. I really wasn't sure, but the more I've, I've watched some episodes the last few days, I think he's a circle. I think he's a circle. He's not real studious. He's just kind of just nice kid. Just nice, friendly kid. He kind of breaks rules and gets into trouble a little bit because he's doing his own thing, but I, I'm pretty sure he's a circle. Yeah, he looks really comfortable in his own skin. He looks like warm and very friendly, kind of outgoing, would love having a big group of friends. I think that looks accurate from his picture. Yeah, I think it does. Okay, so let's jump to Jay and Gloria. So in the story, Jay is this older man, very wealthy, and he snags this much younger, gorgeous, beautiful Latina woman. So for me, they are the classic rhombus star relationship. And yeah, that's they just go perfectly together. That's we we see rhombuses and stars drawn to each other all the time. Yes. Well, we have that in, in our presidency right now, right? Donald Trump and Melania Trump. We have a rhombus and a star. That's a very classic couple, isn't it? Right? They're the perfect example. Mm -hmm. And so she's very into her clothes and her appearance and how she looks. And, but you know, on the show, she's actually very smart. She mm -hmm. gets underestimated for that, which most stars do. But, but she's actually a very smart girl. She knows what she's doing. Yes, I love that about stars. They kind of underestimate themselves even sometimes, but they are very intelligent. Um, they just tend to worry a little bit more about what they're showing on the outside with their clothes and their makeup and their, their bodies. So. Yeah. And they do intimidate other women because like we're, I could spend all day trying to work on my hair and I couldn't look as good as some of these stars. Right. Absolutely. So, so they're kind of intimidating and you get that with her too. She's so gorgeous that other women are a little bit threatened by her. Okay. So she had a son before she married Jay. And his name is Manny. I think everybody who watches the show just loves Man Manny. He's just a teddy bear. I just want to hug him because he's just so sweet. Yeah, the, his picture here, he looks so friendly. Again, really warm. Maybe I see him maybe being a little bit jovial and kind of just maybe so nice bonding people together. Yeah, so yeah, I do what think do you have him as? Yeah, circle for sure. Circle, okay. Everybody likes him. He is so just warm and, and friendly and he's fun and he's into all kinds of hobbies. And uh, a lot of the time he's into theater and acting, which is something that kind of draws a circle. They like being somebody different for the day, you know, stepping into all these different worlds. They love the variety. Yes. So that we really talked about that for a circle. They love a little bit of variety, a little bit of adventure that keeps them engaged. So that's great. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about Mitchell and Cam. So the interesting thing about their relationship, they love each other, but they, they're quick to be like offended. They kind of watch for slights and they kind of get bothered with each other, but it's in a kind of funny, playful way. It's not like really mean. It's kind of drama, to be honest. They kind of have some drama in the relationship. So I really think Cam is a heart. Okay. 
and he just wants to be loved and included and and he wants that so bad and and Mitchell is a rectangle so he's got other things going on and he likes time alone away and so there's there's little jealousies and stuff that play out with them a little bit of um I need validation reassurance that you really love me and that this is relationship is a safe one which is interesting because they're both insecure. I think everybody can sort of feel that on the show. They're, they're both fear of failure dominant. So there's just a little insecurity. And we talked about that on one of our other shows, Kim, about those three types of relationships. And one of those types is the fear of failure with a fear of failure dominant. And they end up just triggering each other and getting their insecurities triggered over and over. And that can go two ways. It's such a classic relationship. We see it everywhere. Just because this couple happens to be a homosexual couple, we still see these insecurities play out in all of all of us and those fear of failure relationships. It's a really interesting connection there. It is. And okay, so they adopted a little girl named Lily on the show. And Lily is kind of in the storyline, but she's sort of in the background most of the time. You, you kind of sometimes don't even realize she's there. It's like they don't spend a lot of time parenting her. She just oh, kind of comes in and out and you get little glimpses of her. Can you guess what shape she would be? Well, I'm thinking probably an oval. Yeah, she's an oval. So and does she do, she's never in trouble. She's never causing trouble. She's always just doing exactly what she's told. And when she shows up, she just looks, you know, everything's in place and no drama. Yeah. And you, you can tell she mm -hmm. does her responsibilities. She does her school and she does most of it on her own because they're too busy with all their drama to help her. I mean, obviously this isn't a real family, so this is the way the show is written, but, but she's very, very thin. She's very thin and small, all the classic oval Mm -hmm. characteristics but she's actually really smart and she's kind of watching her her two parents and rolling her eyes and a lot of their drama because she's really actually very mature for her age you get the feeling that she knows what she's doing she just is a little socially awkward and quiet so she doesn't make her presence known when she comes into a room like some of the other characters just super quiet yeah, that fits for an oval, absolutely. So we didn't talk too much about Jay. Do you want to cover him really quick as a rhombus? What kind of behavior are we seeing from him in that storyline? So you see his competitiveness. Like the first, I don't know how many years of the show, he runs a closet business that builds those custom closet things that show okay. like your shoes, the fancy closets. And he has to be number one. And the storyline over and over is his competition with other closet companies and how he has to beat them because he's got to be number one. And you can tell how money is the scorecard. And so he cares a lot about making a lot of money. And he's got his, his hobbies and things, and they're a little bit expensive ones, that he, things he's into. The episode I watched last night, he has this fancy model plane that he flies all over. But you can tell he, he's really protective of this. He values his stuff. It is funny on the show, he has a little dog and he loves this dog, which I, I didn't know if that would go for most rhombuses, but yeah. his dog is the best dog in the world. He's competitive about even his dog. <laughs> well, that part fits in for sure if he's competitive about his dog. Um, and it, it strikes me that he's kind of commanding respect 
from all of the other um, cast members on this show, specifically his wife and his children. You know, he wants to make sure that they're respecting him and he has a place of authority in their lives. I can just see that look on his face with those glasses and his um, kind of his refined look with his, oh, and he's wearing a collared shirt. Come on. It's like a dress <laughs> shirt with a button down. Like that is a respectful look that he has on there. So yeah, and they attend a lot of fancy events where he has he needs a tuxedo and yeah, he he's playing in this higher social level, which is why he wants the eye candy wife on his arm, right? Wow, that is just so perfect. Well, I cannot wait to watch this show now. I think I might just go and take 30 minutes and watch an episode because honestly, Kim, I just think it's so amazing that this 12-shape program fits wherever in our lives. You know, it fits at your sitcom, it fits on your office, it fits in your marriage, it fits with your children. And so if you think you want to find out what shape you are, go ahead and go to 12shapes.com and log in, create an account, and take the quiz and have some of your family members take the quiz. And then you'll get to see a little video of what your shape is. And then once you log in and you're on the app, there's tons of free resources there and just make this work for you. It's a wonderful program. And we, we apologize now that we've ruined every TV show because <laughs> you spend the whole time trying to figure out what shape they are. It's like an illness, <laughs> but it's going to open up a different world for you to understand your fellow human being. It does. And when you meet new people and you can just start to identify them and immediately start to connect with them in a different way. It's just a game changer. So thank you everybody for listening with us today. And we hope that you will join us for another episode of Explain People. <laughs>